planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome, everybody. Hope everyone is having a great week here in the first week of October. Happy fall to everybody. I don't know wherever you are, but the leaves are changing here in the Northeast. Yes, it's just right around the corner. However, it's warm. It feels like summer is still hanging in there. It was in the 80s yesterday. Hard to believe, but we hope everyone is having great weather wherever you are and hope everyone is uh, getting ready for Halloween later this month. It's always an exciting time. Football, one of my favorite sports. But again, if you are new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the right place here at the Voice America Business Channel. We've been now with the Voice America Business Channel since April when we moved over from the Influencer Channel. And the show has been around now, God, going on seven years now. It's hard to believe it's been that long. But nonetheless, we want to thank you, the listeners that have been with us all this time to making the show what it is today and where it continues to go. And we dedicate this show each and every week to you to help move your business and your personal success and brand to the next level. Today's show is being brought to you today by the Global Awakening Trinity Summit VIP Gala and Yacht Mastermind. I know that's a mouthful. And this is going to be an event that's being held in uh, Miami, Florida. Uh, That's going to be February 29th through March 3rd. This will be bringing in thought leaders from around the world coming in to share their their expertise across a wide variety of different topics, anywhere from professional and personal development to all things around business expansion and so on. And it includes a VIP gala and a yacht mastermind. So this is definitely something you might want to check out and just so many great things that they're doing. But if you'd like some more information about this event, you can go to Global Awakening Events. That's with ED at the end, Global Awakened events.com and you know feel free to check it out and see if this might be something that could benefit you and get in an opportunity to network uh, with other people that could help you wherever you are in your business to move forward but we got a great show for you today we're going to be talking about eq and its role with success and as many of you have been listening for the shows over the years we know that you know mindset and and emotional intelligence play a big part in this show and we have someone that is dedicated and immersed her career into this particular area and helping out so many people and organizations worldwide in this area and is here to share some of the insights that can help to elevate your level of EQ and how it can play a role in your success moving forward. And we're going to be talking with Wendy Lloyd today. And Wendy is powers professional women to discover their purpose, conquer burnout, and experience fulfillment in the second phase of their life. With over 20 years of experience as a psychotherapist, a woman's mindset coach, business EQ specialist, best-selling author, and an inspirational speaker and a host of numerous leadership events and retreats, she's created a unique program to get women on the path to living half of the life with the freedom and energy to live in alignment, mind, body, and soul. Now, I can give you more information about Wendy because she's got a lot of uh, accolades and the education to support it. But most importantly, her personal experience, which she'll be sharing here. And without further ado, we welcome Wendy Lloyd to the show. Wendy, how are you doing today? 
I'm doing great, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about talking with you a little bit more about this EQ and success and all that good stuff. Well, we are so excited to have you. And I, you know, if we can start out, you know, today's discussion, you know, some people out there, you know, uh, you know, maybe know about EQ, emotional intelligence, or have heard of it. And then perhaps there's some people that perhaps are now hearing it for the first time. If you could give just a, a general definition or at least some background about emotional intelligence to kind of set the foundation to what you'll be discussing today. Yeah, Chris, you know, emotional intelligence or EQ, as it's referred to, um, it really, it's a concept that was created back in 1991, right? And more recently, probably within the last couple of years, actually the last year, you're hearing more and more and more. It's being applied a lot in business now, corporate, um, even schools are starting to realize the significance of, you know, teaching EQ. And EQ really is all-encompassing. It's it's empathy, but it's also your, you know, your own self-regulation. How do you regulate your own emotions? Really being connected to yourself, right? And how you feel, how you think, and how that drives you in your decisions. And also about, you know, conflict and conflict resolution, how you, what motivates you. Um, so it's an all-encompassing of, of who you are, right, at the core. And companies companies are finding it, you know, to promote or to promote more cohesiveness in the organization. Um, they're starting to use it actually when they interview people to hire people to see where they are versus, you know, the, the culture of the company. So it's really all-encompassing. Uh, I think we're going to start hearing more and more about it um, in the near future. Wow, I love it. I love it. And I know, you know, we definitely will be talking about some of the things and how it provides a, a you know, a great way to kind of, you know, uh, as a way to kind of screen who, what types of people we should be looking forward to bring on with not just talent and skill, but that are these people based upon their EQ have the ability to really align with our team and and to be coachable and to embrace the challenges that go along the way and not be resistant to move forward. I'm looking forward to hearing you share on that. But can you talk about like a little bit about, you know, on a personal level with EQ, if somebody says, okay, you know, gotcha, you just gave the background about that. What would be some of the things that people can individually start doing to really, you know, you know, either tap into their emotional intelligence and begin to, you know, elevate it or a bit cultivate it in a way to start working for them. Yeah. So there's, you know, well, there's a number of ways, but, but one is there, there's a couple assessments out there um, that really help you and help you narrow down. And, and, and it's a snapshot. It shows you these assessments. They're phenomenal because they show you where you're at. And what areas, you know, you can work on to grow in. And that's the nice thing about emotional IQ is we can strengthen it. We can, you know, our IQ, pretty much what it is, you know, we can continue educating ourselves and such, but where your IQ is, is pretty much where it's going to be. Your EQ is, you know, you have the ability to grow. You have the ability to strengthen the areas where, you know, that it might not be quite where you're wanting it to be. Wow. It's great. Yeah. And there's so, like you said, the assessments out there and so on. And would it be safe to say that, you know, when, when, when you begin to kind of 
get an idea what that is for your yourself. Would it be safe to say that that you know it, when we it's like when if we're going to cultivate our EQ, it's like going to the gym, right? If we're going to if we're going to get into shape, we don't work out just once and then yeah, and now I'm in shape and I don't have to work out anymore. <laughs> you know, you got to continue. So with, with yeah. is there like a routine or some consistency with certain things that you recommend that people should you know look at you know to to nurture and cultivate their EQ? Absolutely. You know, it's, you know, it's an, it's really in alignment with, you mentioned mindset at the opening, right, of the show. Yeah. It's really in alignment with that, with, you know, realizing, you know, we have a growth mindset. We can continue to grow and evolve and, but it does, you're right. It takes work. It takes conscious work. So it's really, it, probably the biggest, the best starting point is really sitting with yourself and being honest with yourself of where are my strengths? What areas of my life am I not really feeling, you know, fulfilled or, you know, taking that time out to really go inside internal mm. and whether you reach out to, you know, a coach, a therapist or, you know, someone to help you, someone objective that can kind of help you do that. You know, I always say, you know, got to do that inventory, that personal inventory. Where am I? Um with that, where am I in my relationships? Where am in those types of things? So it's really taking that time of self-reflection, getting to know really where you're at, um, and then the day-to-day stuff of really consciously being aware: where am I at? You know, am I in a positive mindset? Am I? Is my outlook good, or am I beating myself up? Right. So really being aware: what is that internal message that you're saying to yourself? Um, one of the exercises I do with people, not really an exercise, but help them incorporate throughout their day is do a self check-in throughout the day. You know, every hour, take 15, 30 seconds, you know, up to 50, up third, excuse me, 15 to 30 seconds every hour and do a little inventory. How am I doing? How am I feeling? You know, how am I feeling physically, mentally, emotionally? Am I where I need to be? Take some breaths, get yourself regrounded, and, and continue on. You know that's one one routine I, I encourage people to incorporate. Just do those little self check ins throughout the day. Well, I think that's really important, and that could be simply just like you said. You know, sending a, a reminder on your computer or phone, and you know that to take a breather, just take a time out for a couple minutes, take a deep breath, mini meditation, and kind of like to set, like, where are you? How do you feel right now? And if, you know, and, and really, I know for me, I personally, what I do is like, I, I, I always say every morning, like, what can I control? What can I not control? And it always comes back to the same five things. I say, I can't, I control my communication to myself and others. I can control my behavior. I can control my attitude, my emotions and how I respond versus react to situations, people and my actions. But I can't control those same five things in other people or situations. And if, as long as I do that every day, because I, I made it a habit, it centers me and grounds me to kind of look at things at, for what it is, not what I think it should be. And it keeps me on track. So just what you just said is so true. So, so true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely, Chris. I mean, I, yeah, you just put it perfectly, you know, how that you really have to say to yourself, you know, what am I? how do I want to show up today really is kind of what you're saying. I think, you know, what do I have control over, but how do I want to show up today? How do I want to show up at work or in my relationships? 
And what do I need to do to have, you know, to show up with the energy, with the enthusiasm, with whatever it is I need to show up with um, and, and really being effective? You know, how am I going to be the most effective today? Yeah, no, so true. So true. I, I love that. And, and like I said, you know, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, people are on various levels right now, you know, depending upon, you know, what, what their awareness. Do you feel like, you know, Wendy, when you look at emotional intelligence, you said, you know, like you said, it's been kind of out there or what was introduced on a, on a mainstream level back in the early 90s. But do you feel like there's still we still got a long way to go to really, really have it drilled down to like how important it really is in almost every aspect of what success means to people at a personal level, uh, a, a family level, or even I should say a, a couple level, partner level, a family level, community level, business level, team level, whatever, a global level. <laughs> it, could go, it could be applied to everything. That, that it's got to be elevated even for like, we got to create more awareness and and really show how it impacts almost everything that we do when it comes to success. I agree. I think it's very important that we need to be, build more awareness of it. I was really excited the other day when I spoke with a, a teacher. She's a high school teacher, and she said she's starting to incorporate it in, in with her classes. And I love hearing that because the younger, right? We can the, the sooner we can start learning these habits and and gaining these these self awarenesses, the better off you know we are for it to be sustainable. But I think even in the culture we're in, I mean AI, right? AI is everywhere. And the more we get into it, I, I feel it's even more important that we're more self-aware of how we're interacting and, and not lose that, right, that human touch, not lose that ability to interact with others in a healthy way, to effectively communicate and, you know, and show up in a healthy way and not get so, so reliant on technology to do all that for us. Yeah, yeah, so true. So true. And, 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 and when we use like, well, if we're just talking about AI, you know, it, it could help complement what we do with EQ, but it's not like that one is dependent on the other, so to speak. It's, you know, and I always say when you're dependent, that's not always a good thing, but if we can complement those things and then, then it, 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 it can help move things forward. No, I, I love that. Yeah. I guess, you know, when, when we say about like, if, if we talked a little bit about the process that you were talking about earlier, and if we're talking about now EQ being introduced early, because I know you said something about in schools, and I think that is so vitally important. I mean, the sooner the better. I mean, it'd be great if it could even be introduced even even at, when at a young age when children start to kind of develop their their mindsets, like at you know ages five, six, you know around that time frame, you know. What would you say, like, I mean, would you, would you message, would you share to people like not only to schools, but even just people in general, like, did, did they, they should be doing this for themselves so they can be the example for, for their children. And, you know, if we're just, if we're, if we're going to look to start this earlier rather than later. Absolutely. It does start. And you, you know, you also mentioned the value in, you know, our relationships and family, our family, right? How, how are we interacting in our family? How healthy are we showing up at home? Um, and that's really where it all starts. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, and then obviously, you know, we take that 
into our careers or into our interpersonal relationships outside the family dynamic. But absolutely, as everything, the foundational skills will start at home. And I think as the, as parents setting that example um, for our kids and, and teaching them, you know, starting really at a young age, you can start teaching your kids self-awareness. You know, how are they feeling, but how are they, how are their actions and words impacting someone else? Yeah. It's so true. Like, you know, I mean, just imagine what you said, and I know we can expand upon this later after the break, as we get closer to the break here, you know, wouldn't it be great if like, you know, if kids or even parents now can learn to respond to situations and and people that are, that are beyond their control, not react to it from a negative emotion, but say, okay, I'm upset but I'm not going to react from it. I'm going to, I'm going to process that, but I'm going to choose to respond from a positive emotion. I may not be able to do it right in this given second. I might have to take a breath, might have to remove myself for 10 minutes, or maybe I have to sleep on it. And then the next day I'll come in and send that email or, or confront that person and respond in a favorable way. Just imagine that impact it would have on children when they observe that. Do you feel like that would have an impact on their confidence, their self-esteem and their communication abilities and all of the above that go that go with it. <laughs> Absolutely, Chris, you know, and that's another thing I always tell people before, if you're in a situation, you feel you're getting emotional, ask yourself, is what I'm about to say, am I being responsive or reactive? But even more so is what I'm about to say helpful or hurtful. And, you know, learning that self-regulation, that pause. And so we are less reactive. And and I love, you know, what you're saying about response, respond versus react. <laughs> yeah, because I know I tell you what back you know, if you if you were having this conversation with me 25 years ago, I was <laughs> I was the king <laughs> reactor. You, you knew when I was angry, you knew it. <laughs> and now it's like. It's like yeah. I'm a completely different person, thank God, but but things I'm glad that we have to learn sometimes the hard way because that that's always the best teacher. <laughs> oh yeah, for sustainability, right? We gotta <laughs> take it. And I like also what you said. You know, sometimes we have to take a minute and come back to the conversation or yeah. come back to the communication. Yeah, so. yeah, like you said, like yeah, you don't you don't leave it hanging, and then it just now becomes more of a con- it can lead to more of a conflict in that. No, so true. Well, Wendy, I know we got about less than a minute before the break. Anything that you would like to sum up or anything else that you'd like to add, you know, like to really create impact to what you shared here in the first segment? I think, you know, the biggest thing is just taking time to really self-reflect. I can't emphasize that enough, how important it is to take, whether it's meditation, whether it's journaling, just sit and breathe and take a minute and do that self, you know, self-inventory check in and how am I doing? Am I showing up how I want to show up? I just, I feel that's really important in every aspect of life. No, it's so, so true. So true. And well, well put by you there. Well, I know you got, we've only touched the tip of the iceberg and what we're talking about EQ and its role with success. I know you're going to be sharing a lot more things and how it applies into so many other areas that we do each and every day, not even realizing what we're doing and how this can really elevate us to that next level. Well, we got more to come. We're talking about EQ and its role with success with Wendy uh, Lloyd. Again, you're going to learn a little bit more about how you can contact her later here in the show. And we got to go to break. But when we come right back, we got more to come on EQ. We'll see you right back.
Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back, everybody. If you're just joining us, we're talking about EQ and its role with success. Again, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today here at the Voice America Business Channel, also on iTunes and Spotify and our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There we've had many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom and insights to help take your business, your personal success and brand to the next level. Feel free to follow us there. And if you have any questions uh, from today's show, feel free to reach out to myself or to Wendy, which she will be providing her contact information here later today. Wendy, you shared so much great information about EQ, the kind of the foundation of it, where it came from, you know, some of the things that people can do to cultivate and nurture that at an individual level and how that elevates up to uh, a group level. If we could talk a little bit now, like how can organizations benefit from EQ? What are the things that they can start doing to create the awareness and and then really start to, you know, cultivate it in their day-to-day and how it impacts the things they do in business and with their customers, clients, that type of thing. Yeah. So it's, you know, EQ is significant in organs from an organizational perspective of the cohesiveness, you know, amongst your team and in working together and how does that look, but also as a leader. You know, and, and we can get into <laughs> a boss versus a leader, right? And a leader, they get to know their people, you know, who their employees are, who their coworkers are. And that helps in, in keeping people motivated, right? And helping, you know, keeping them going and, and then building upon their success, their confidence at work. And you're going to have higher performance then. If you feel appreciated, right, we do more, um, we're more willing to to do that. And then amongst the organization, if you're, if the coworkers are communicating more effectively, you're, again, you're going to have better outcomes, better production. People are going to want to show up to work. They're going to want to, you know, 
give give up their time when they feel heard, when they feel understood. And that's a big piece of EQ, you know, is really understanding other people, being able to look at things from other people's perspectives, being able to effectively communicate your ideas to other people. Well, I love the fact that that you what you said there. A lot of times people are listening to respond and responds better than reacting, of course. But if we're listening to respond, yeah, we hear them, but are we really listening to what's important to them? Are we are we like you said, are we picking up on their what they're actually saying is supporting that with their tone of voice, their body language, their eye contact, sensory acuity, I you know they call it. And yeah. It's so true. And, 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 and when we can really relate and understand, like you said, it changes so many things. People feel like you're, you, you don't, you're, you're empowering them to take ownership of, of, of something that, you know, that they're not dependent upon you. You, you lead from empathy and kindness that, you know, to be the example and be a resource. I love what you shared there. Can you talk about like how, like, what would be some ways that like, that maybe you you would suggest that that can that organizations could get that across to people. Is that through awareness sessions? Is it through like daily huddles? Uh, you know, whatever. It could be a bunch. It could be so many different things. I guess. Yeah, I mean, education through you know they can host work have workshops or you know meetings or um, there's so much out there. There's a lot. Well, a lot more and more out there on EQ, you know, so sharing that with the organizations and the values and importance of that. And one of the things that I really like is, as I mentioned early on, there's a couple of assessments that you can give. And one assessment that you can give for an organization is where you take these, your own assessment, your boss or your leader takes the, takes it based on their perspective of you, their perception of you. Three coworkers also fill it out based on their perception of you. And then you have somebody like in your personal life. So you really get this well-rounded thing of how you're perceiving yourself in those different areas that, you know, that envelop EQ, but you're also getting, you know, how are your coworkers seeing you? How is your, you know, how's the manager seeing you? And it really is a good snapshot of where you think you are, how you think you're coming across and being perceived, and how others are really perceiving you. And I really feel that tool alone can be huge for personal development, which then leads into you know professional development and growth. Yeah. So so very well put, and and you know I, I, it's those organizations that recognize that. When it's not just checking a box off in this in this case, that when when they can say, okay, what if we do this every day? Yes, I you know how does this equate to you know r- revenue in our business? How does this equate to higher profit margins in the picture? So that's what they're thinking, right? They're thinking, or mm-hmm. could be other things. We, we how do we get more production out of someone, or you know, so they got all these different KPIs, and that's all they're thinking, but they don't think like EQ is is playing a role in all those areas because it starts with the foundation and they don't think about the failure because they're thinking about the results they want to do and have, do and have, but they don't want to think differently to be and become it before they do and have it. It's a, you know, so I love that. Yeah. If you could share more insight to that, that would be critical to the audience listening here. 
Right. Well, and, and like I said, you know, I think many people have heard, right, you're going to get, you get more out of somebody when they feel appreciated rather than put down, right? Well, how do you appreciate, you know, when you learn someone else's language and you learn what drives and motivates them, you, it's easier to have that, you know, that person's going to give you more because they feel valued. They feel you're taking the time to get to know them and know what does motivate them or, or how, what is the language, you know, what language do they use? Um, so when people feel appreciated, you're going to get more, you're going to get more out of them. Um, and, and they're going to feel valued more. And the other thing is really learning, you know, how, how are you communicating to other people? And you can be the best of the best at your job, whatever, you know, your job, but if you lack, you know, in being able to communicate effectively your thoughts and your feelings to others, or it's going to start showing up, you know, in, in work. I mean, you might be able to do your job, but how are you contributing collectively to the overall baseline, as you said, the profit of the company? If no one wants to work with you because, <laughs> you know, they you can't talk to them or they feel, you know, that you're going to be, you're going to be criticized by them all the time. How are they contributing to the team, yeah. right? Beyond beyond the skill set of their their job itself, but if they can't communicate to other people in the company, you know, it's going to affect it's going to affect the the productivity of the organization. Yeah. yeah, it's like you said, it's like a chain effect. It really impacts. We don't realize how powerful this EQ. Well, then it can be the flip side of EQ, right? It could be like. Again, we're 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 a hostage to our thoughts. We're a hostage to our situations and other people that we get caught up in expectations, the control we can't control, and that fear-based thinking, you know, impacts our self-esteem, our confidence, how we communicate to ourselves and others, our behavior. Our, so we can be passive-aggressive, not assertive. You're, it's 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 like it, when people start thinking like, oh my god, it it, it does that. I didn't, you know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you wonder why you're not getting the production. You wonder why people are absent. You wonder why people mm -hmm. are not producing or working three hours out of an eight hour work day and, you, and your, your revenue's down and you don't have the profit margin where you like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or, you know, promoting, you know, another way this is being utilized is promotions. And again, back to you can be the best at your specific job and now they want to put you in a leader role and you have no idea how to communicate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's gonna, it's really going to come back on the company at the, you know, at the end yeah. of the day. And you see that quite a bit. Like, it's like some people might be great at maybe I've seen this in sales. Like you get somebody that they're really good at selling and making, you got to have people skills there. Don't get me wrong. You, you know, cause you're selling to other people. But sometimes it depends on what the product is. And sometimes you might be able to, you know, not have to have the best people skills and you can still get away with it. Then those people get promoted in a position now where they have to now utilize people skills to get the most out of their, their people. And then all of a sudden it like, it just, you know, it just doesn't work. And because they don't have any knowledge of EQ or they have no clue of their own EQ level. And they're just, you know, again, talk either talking down to people or they're pleasing and enabling them. And it it's just it's dysfunction and they don't even realize it. And then then companies get mad. Well, wait a minute, this person did well and we hired him or her, and now that it's not working. What's going on? You know, that type of thing. 
Right, right. You might be able to be able to do your job, but you might not be able to teach someone else how to do it either. Yeah. Right. So and that's true. all that's all EQ. That all falls under, you know, our emotional IQ, being able to train somebody else in, in your job, you know. And <laughs> well, let, let's step back let's go back into that. But but going back to what you talked about in the first segment. Like if we, if this is now where, if this were to be introduced in the homes early on, or if school systems began to now recognize the importance of EQ and they began to now utilize this in the school system, not that they're just teaching kids, you know, academically like, Hey, read this and memorize this and take no, but maybe through activities, games, gamification, things that make it fun. So they actually can absorb it and to be it and become it. So now they can do and have different results. And now when that gets ingrained, can they now bring that into their adult lives to create more, in this case, uh, more, uh, you know, a, a alignment with other people and not this dysfunction that, that we see that runs rampant in our world? Right. The more cohesiveness, right? Oh, yeah, within, cohesive, within yeah. a group, Within a group. And, you know, I think in the... <laughs> That this is a whole nother topic, but our educational system, we've gotten so far away from the creative teaching yeah. and the th that you're talking about. You know, let's do more interactive activities with the students rather than it being so rote and so well, you know, we gotta get those tests. Oh, go go here, go read yeah. this, memorize yeah. this, take the test. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And we're so focused on that, on you know, what's the test? What's this guy's test score? What's this? But we've lost sight of those interpersonal skills and the value that those bring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really, I you know, well, like you said, that could be a whole separate discussion and how we, the school system, you know, in itself has to be revamped. <laughs> it, you know, and it starts with the teachers learning EQ and administrators and everything. It's not, you know, they you can't give what you don't have. You can't give from an empty cup. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, and going back to the the good old, you know, go out on the street and play ball with your friends, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Learn uh, learn that way, you know, by interacting day to day. That's that's great. That's great. And then, you know, one of the things that, you know, I guess would it be safe if, if organizations are, you know, creating awareness and they're also dripping this through, you know, whatever means it could be through just, you know, maybe through their uh, email correspondence, you know, maybe just around like a, or during town hall meetings or during team huddles, that over time, as people begin to do this individually, and then as a team, and then as an organization, would, it, would, would I mean, I would, again, it would probably be logical that could now trickle out to the customers they're serving and how they serve them to create more value and more better better experiences for them. Would that be safe? That that could that could be the the byproduct of that. Absolutely, because again, this EQ is is your interactions with people across the board. So, how are you adding value to the, your customer? How well do you know your customer? Um, is so important. And I recently I mentioned I think when you and I were talking beforehand. It, uh, it's called Unreasonable Hospitality and give a yeah. little free plug for this book. But it was highly recommended, you know, by someone, by a leader uh, to read it. And and it's really it's written by a gentleman who owns a restaurant. And I'm not going to go into all the details, but essentially he was number 50 out of the top 50 in the world. Right. Well, that was 
it was awful for him. And he went back and he looked, he's like, I got the best, you know, one of the best chefs around and I got all this and that. And he said, what it really came down to was how was he showing value to not just his employees, how were his customers feeling when they walked in that restaurant? Were they mm-hmm. feeling valued? And, and what does that look like? And when he started shifting and realizing the, the human connection, the importance and significance of that and, and making f- people feel important, that it escalated him. And he's now the number one, you know, he went to number one <laughs> wow. from number 50. 50 to Jeff- one, man. That's and- 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 and all on all based on EQ. What you gotta love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't call it he didn't call it EQ, but it's the same thing. It is essentially. Oh, that. yeah. You could you just read in between the lines and you could say, yeah. well, you may not think it's EQ, but it's EQ. <laughs> he he learned, yes. He he was already applying it. And now he realizes, you know, that's what it was. But that was all he changed was was the service he provided and how and how he showed his his employees value. Wow. Wow. So yeah, I, yeah, I mean th- those great. are those are great resources that you know if you know if if either dripped in in little doses here and there. There's always those great messages you could get out of the, these types of books, and you found it in this book. And you know, I'm sure it'll be very helpful when you're sharing with your clients, you know, them to give them some encouragement, or even to read the book themselves and stuff like that. Just extremely mm-hmm. helpful to enlighten people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think we've known that that human contact, you know, human interaction. It's, it's everything. (laughs) It affects every aspect of our life. Yeah, it sure does. Sure does. Well, no, a lot of great information there. And I know we got a couple of minutes, less than a couple of minutes left to our next break. Anything else that that you would like to share when it, when it comes to EQ and organizations, anything that you want to summarize or add to solidify what you shared here in the second segment? Just the just stress the importance of, you know, the awareness of EQ in an organization and the impact. It does impact the bottom line. It does impact profits, how your employees feel, how your leaders, especially in the company, feel if they feel valued and respected and heard and and all that. Your bottom line is going to increase. Yeah, no, no. So true. So we hope everybody that's listening here is taking notes. Uh, A lot of great wisdom and insights being shared here by Wendy Lloyd. Again, you're going to get a chance to uh, find out how to get in contact with her here later in the show. So don't want to go away. But again, if you have any questions from today's show, uh, you're going to feel free to reach out to Wendy Direct, or you could also reach out to us. We'll make sure that information is passed along with her. We'd love to have your feedback and comments to what is being shared today, because this is such an important topic that a lot of times, you know, we might overlook and it it impacts almost everything that we're striving to do that's successful in our personal and our team and our organizational level. So this is a great, some information that we highly encourage everyone to go back and listen to this show in its entirety. And well, we got more to come here. We're again, talking about uh, EQ and its role with success. And we got to go to break, but when we come right back, we got more to come to kind of round out everything. So you got something to take away to make changes starting today. We'll see you, we'll see you in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us, we're talking about EQ and its role with success with Wendy Lloyd. Again, we encourage everybody to listen to this show in its entirety, whether if you've been on since the beginning or came on during the second segment. Uh, some critical information here that can help you know, elevate your level of success personally, as a team, and as an organization to the next level. EQ is so important. Uh, check out this show here later today here at the Voice America Business Channel. Also, on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success uh, 2017. Uh, Today's show, again, is being brought to you today by Global Awakened Events. Uh, They're putting on the Global Awakened Trinity Summit VIP Gala and Yacht Mastermind February 29th through March 3rd in Miami, Florida. Again, this event will be bringing in subject matter experts, thought leaders from around the world, an opportunity to tap into the latest in personal and professional development, also for business expansion and development. If you'd like some more information, feel free to check them out at globalawakenedevents.com. That's globalawakenedevents.com. So, Wendy, I some great information that you've shared here today, and, I mean, so much great information we talked a lot about, you know, awareness throughout the first and second part of the show. You know, in the, in the second segment, we were talking about, you know, it could be, you know, like awareness sessions, webinars. It could be huddles, wide variety of different ways to share this information uh, with uh, people in the workforce. But there's also other ways that sometimes that go a step deeper and and really, really create an experience and a, a transfer potential for far more transformational change in this area. Can you talk about the importance of third-party retreats, events, and those that are that, that are more likely to create these experiences for change? Absolutely, Chris. I think you know, like you said the awareness is very important to to get that out there and educate people what what EQ even is. 
and the impact of it, but then to do the work, right? We got to get, you know, kind of have the the opportunity to really get down there and do the work. And retreats, I think, are a phenomenal way of really diving deep, the opportunity for a lot of growth personally and professionally, the more attuned we are to ourselves personally, right, it's going to impact our confidence and how we go about living professionally as well. So, you know, executive retreats where, you know, you're you're stepping away from the day-to-day of the work of the company and taking time to really focus and key in on specifically EQ and and looking at those areas that you need to work on and coming up with a plan and implementing a plan of, you know, how, how are you going to, you know, what's going to get you to grow? What's going to help you to, to be sustainable in your growth, uh, you know, and your success, right? What are those things? And really digging deep at what are the areas I need to address? What are the, the parts about me that <laughs> need some work? And, you know, and starting that work. And I think retreats are a phenomenal way to do that, whether they're, like I said, I, you know, executive retreats, I've hosted those before, which I think those are very, you know, those, they're neat because it's a, it becomes a support network. You're there mm-hmm. with other executives and sharing what that's like to be in that role, in that leader role. But also one-on-one, I've, I've done some very I mean, I've very insightful, uh, very profound moments with people doing a one-on-one retreat and really taking a deep dive, you know, almost kind of escalating the process, if you will, of that growth and taking a two, three-day retreat away to really um, look, really dive deep inside and, and have an objective opinion or somebody to hold you accountable is really important as well. Yeah, so true, so true. Uh, love what you shared there. So, I mean, and and would it be, you know, in that retreats, you know, where it tends to be more personable, it, it, it creates it oftentimes, and I'm sure you, this obviously happens at your retreats, when it, it creates a psychologically safe space to be vulnerable and transparent, which is which is necessary to start that change process. Would that be safe to say? Absolutely. Because that's, you know, any kind of growth. And if you're going to dive deep, it needs to be in a safe space. And sometimes, you know, at the office, yeah, we can create workshops and we can, you know, do the assessments and meet one-on-one and come up with a plan. But to really start doing the work, you want that safe space to, to really feel like you can open up and, and share and, you know, not get all emotional in front of your peers and <laughs> yeah, exactly. And sometimes if you do, it, it you're not being judged. No, you're not. You're not. And that's in a retreat setting. You know, I'm like, you know, at the office, you you just you're gonna feel different. There's a different energy when you're away from the office and you're even, you know, even away from the day-to-day day-to-day life. I think retreats are, you know, either personal, professional, they're the a great way to go because you're disconnected from the day-to-day stuff and your soul focuses on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I love it. I love it. What are the things can you share about, you know, outside, you know, uh, third party like retreats or, you know, events or anything that you feel like other than what you shared 
that can add value. Is there a certain frequency of these? Could I mean, it doesn't mean that people can get away every quarter, right? But but maybe there could be like even things in smaller durations, possibly. I don't know. I, I figured I'd ask you and and see what, you know if there's anything that you know that allows this stuff to stick, so that you start to see those changes. Right. So I think you know a retreat or maybe a workshop even helps to start the process and you really start digging deep, but then to continue that growth, I think meeting with somebody on a fairly regular basis, and that might look different, you know, for, for everybody, but once or twice a month, even, um, to, to continue that, that growth, to continue what you started at that retreat or that workshop or that event that you went to, um, and having someone, again, hold you accountable is so important because what's going to happen when we're under stress is we're going to revert back to the old ways and we're going <laughs> to. Well, that's just it. You like know, you said, like you, you, you go through these trainings and then they people revert right back. But through, a, through an experience like that, it might have a more of a chance to stick. Exactly. Because you're going deeper. You're getting hopefully to the root or the core of what's going on and what's been holding you back thus far. And then, yeah. And then to continue that process now, yeah, obviously, you know, you probably aren't going to do a retreat every, <laughs> every month, <laughs> every, quarter or or every quarter, but you know, once a year, once or twice a year, I think it's a great way to just keep that, to, you know, that growth. And it's valuable for companies and corporations to recognize that for their their leaders. I mean, they probably can't do it for every employee if it's a larger corporation, but to see the value in it, at least for, you know, their managers or their their executives to be attending these retreats once or twice a year. Yeah. I think, like you said, it's an investment, but it's an investment uh, that can pay dividends long-term. Like you said, the impact that it could have on so many of these issues that companies have from things that you also, the other areas, which is a whole other subject that you cover, like job burnout and work-life harmony or balance, as they like to say, and stress reduction and resilience. And and then then again, when for companies, when you got shareholders, it's, you know, it's all about money. It's all about profits and and in key performance indicators. And when that when those numbers are reflecting favorably, then well, maybe there's something here. Because if you keep doing the same thing, expecting different results, then then that's what you, is the definition of sanity, as Einstein used to say. <laughs> and that, that ain't gonna work. I work up a lot of those too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So and and yeah. you know and Wendy, I know you got you know you have you know your own your events and and. Mm-hmm. And you, especially in this particular area, anything you'd like to share in the next minute or so just about your own personal events and what you do to help, uh, you know, executive leaders in this particular area? So, yeah, so I um, I do host retreats. I'm putting one together now. It's probably I'll have more information, but it's looking like it's February. So that'll be coming out soon. Uh, I also do I do one on one coaching as well. But I also go into corporations. I offer, you know, these assessments and these trainings and even provide a plan. You know, once they take the assessment, here's a suggested plan for you to follow, right, to work on those areas. 
And then, of course, if they choose to work with me, you know, to continue that growth and that sustainability and and such, we can work one on one, um, you know, from a coaching perspective as well. But like I said, I got a retreat coming up in February, so I'm really excited about that. And I'll I'll uh, be glad to get that information. It'll be on my website. Uh, once I have all the details ironed out, uh, yeah, we'd be happy to share it here at, at uh, Voice America Business Channel and do sustainable success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, people can find, you know, they if they want to reach out, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, but um, my website is wendyloyd.com. So they can th- go there, get some information. There's a place there if they want to, you know, reach out to me. I'd be glad to, you know, talk with anyone that has questions or would like some more information. You know, I'm available. <laughs> All right. Well, we highly encourage everybody that's listening and those that will be listening later. Feel free to, again, share this show in its entirety or listen to it in its entirety and share it with other people that did not get a chance to listen to it live. Again, great information. And listen, you know, reach out to Wendy uh, based upon what she gave you. We'll also make sure we include that in the show notes as well. So that way you know how to get in touch with her, or you could also get in touch with us so we can then connect you with Wendy as well. If there's any other questions you like about this show in itself, feel free to reach out to us as well at chris at christophersalem.com. And we always welcome your input to help move this show and help elevating you to the next level. Wendy, anything you'd like to share in the next 30 seconds or so, any final comments or to sum up everything you shared here in today's show? Just the importance, Chris, you know, you touched on burnout and that's an area that I, you know, help a lot of people with. And it it, it's, it all just comes down to self, self-awareness, taking care of yourself, making sure you're taking time out and you're making you, your self-care prior, a priority. It's not selfish at all <laughs> because it's going to impact every aspect of your life in your relationships. So Start the day with gratitude. Start the day with how do I want to show up today and what do I need to do to sustain that? Um, and then end the day. You know, how did I do today? <laughs> and yeah. tomorrow's a whole new day to start all over. Absolutely. And, and there's like repeat the process. And if for some reason you fall off the wagon, just pick yourself up and, you know, and start where you are and, and move forward. So, so true. Well, Wendy, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us here today. I know you were in between clients and you took time to be here uh, to share with us this your valuable wisdom. Again, I just wanted to extend our gratitude to you personally from me and then also from the Voice America business uh, staff. Thank you, Chris, and thank you to your staff. But thank, I would just want to say thank you to you for all that you do for people and getting that out in just the name of your show, Sustainable Success. It's, you know, <laughs> we got to work together and help people hold them accountable. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success. Again, this show is dedicated to you and everything that you do to move you personally and your business to the next level, including your brand and level of influence. Till then, everybody, we want to, you know, if you have any questions, reach out to us. Enjoy this, this fine weather here if you were in the Northeast and anywhere else here in the country. I know I am. And again, we'll see you next Thursday at the same time at 3 p.m. East Coast time, 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. 
And again, we will have another subject matter expert like Wendy sharing their words of wisdom and insights to take you to the next level. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning into Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an incredible week. 